Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. And now, Amber and Nigel go off the rails with Rob Kendall on 93 WIBC. It is the Hammer and Nigel Show. I'm Jason Hammer. The Tonus, Tony Kennett with me today. And look who's in the studio, Mr. Off the Rails himself, Rob Kendall. Rob, how are you? I'm great. Thanks, as always, to our segment sponsor, Garage Doors of Indianapolis. I had planned to talk about your beef with the folks of Hamilton County. <laughs> but And we'll get to that. But earlier today... Jefferson Shreve, the mayoral candidate for Indianapolis, rolls out his plan for public safety. And basically, he's on board with what Joe Hogsett wants to do to law-abiding citizens and their firearms in Indianapolis. I am so disappointed, frustrated. Joe Hogsett won the election today, and I'm curious as to your thoughts. Well, look, I think we've talked about this before, that people... Look, Marion County is a very blue county. And as part of winning in Marion County, you've got to give people who otherwise would not vote for a Republican a reason to get outside their comfort zone and believe and vote for you. Greg Ballard did it in 2007. He did it again in 2011. The county is much more blue now, though, than it was then. And I don't think that being Joe Hogsett light is the answer for that. If people want that, they're going to vote for Joe Hogsett. Look, we all know where Joe Hogsett was during the riots. We all know what Joe Hogsett has been in terms of being just a thorn in the side of law enforcement in this in this city. Uh, in terms of public safety, he's been a disaster. He's been on the side of the criminals. He's condemned the cops. And you have so many opportunities to blast Hogsett and be aggressive in Hogsett's failures. Why adopting part of his policies is a central thing you're you're doing is a bit perplexing. So, again, Jefferson Shreve is endorsing all of Boss Hogsett's gun control proposals, with the exception of concealed carry, and mentioned today that he would go to the state house to fight for it. Now, again, I don't believe that that's going to happen, whether it's a Republican or a Democrat that's the mayor of this city. I don't think you're going to get all of the folks at the state house to say, wait, wait a minute, the mayor of Indianapolis might be right. I don't think that's going to happen. But people like me who live in Indianapolis, people like my mom and dad who have seen the decline of this city over the last eight years, you've got a vulnerable candidate in Joe Hogsett. He's getting beat up right now in the polls and rightfully so, and you're going to come out and be a wimp, just a total wimp to this guy. It's disgusting to me. Well, and and so again, I think the reality is it's going to take a different sort of Republican to win in Marion County than other parts of the state. So Donald Trump is not going to come into Marion County and win. That doesn't mean, though, that you have to put out policies that don't want, they don't solve the issue. That's number one. 
at number two, I want everybody to listen to the disheartening nature of your voice. You are could be the biggest advocate for Jefferson Shreve. You could be a mobile campaign arm for this guy. You're an influential member of the media. And right now, you're basically saying to me, man, I'm done with this guy. And you're saying it because you see there is no difference really here. There is nothing to step out and right. say, uh, this is worth fighting for. So it comes back to what I was talking about a moment ago. You have to give people a reason to believe. I don't know if you know, I'm undefeated in elections. You had a perfect record. I am uh, 3-0 and in campaigns I've either run or been the candidate for. And I'm 2-0 and in class presidential <laughs> elections, and the boy is 1-0. So this is what, what we're saying here is, and, and you know, like with the, uh, one of the elections, I was out out raised a hundred thousand to three thousand. So I know a bit about winning elections that you shouldn't win, and such a big part of this is giving people a reason to believe that you will be different and you will solve the issue. And I feel like a lot of this policy proposal today took that away from people, and I hear that in your voice. You know how much I hate, and hate's a strong word, I hate Joe Hogshead. I hate what he's done to this city. I hate the way he treats law enforcement. I can't stand the man. I was probably this close to donating, not that Jefferson Shreve needs any more money, (laughs) but because I wanted to believe in the guy. I wanted to show that I believe in this candidate. I'm not giving that punk a dollar. I'm not giving him a penny of my money because it sounds like he's the same damn dude. Yeah, and I don't look, I'm not privy to the intricate workings of Shreve's campaign. I would guess they have done heavy polling that has showed whatever he's proposing, at least in their poll, may look good. I don't know that for a fact. What I do know, though, is that at the, they're clearly trying to win people they haven't won yet. They're alienating people that they absolutely need to win. And look, part of it has to be when you're a candidate and you're you have an uphill climb, you have to tell people what you actually believe and you have to be okay with losing. And you have to say, look, here's what I believe, here's what I will do, here's what is right and the cards are going to fall where the cards are going to fall. Instead, he is taking away with a lot of these proposals the ability to play offense against Joe Hogsett. Joe Hogsett is the problem and is vulnerable. Yeah, absolutely. Joe Hogsett, he hates the police. He's he's he has cre- I mean then this goes way back before the riots. This is when he during the Aaron Bailey shooting when the cops were cleared and he condemns the prosecutor and then he condemns the merit board and it's always instead of rather hey this was a clean shoot and these cops acted appropriately. He has so often taken the path that the criminals are not the bad guys and you have such an opportunity to play offense against this guy, and you're taking it away from yourself by adopting his policy proposals that don't work. If they worked, I would say, great, do them, because I want the city fixed. They don't work. I know there are staff members that listen to this radio station and listen to this program of Jefferson Shreve's team. You lost today. You lost the election today. And I don't want to hear any more bull crap about, well, you don't understand what he wants to do. No, I'm a law-abiding citizen. I've got a firearm, and you're going to tell me I'm part of the problem. You're going to go to the state house and fight against people like me who have never been arrested. I have a clean criminal history. That's amazing. Right? <laughs>
damn near a miracle, but you're going to say that people like me are the problem. You lost the election today, and I don't want to hear another damn word from Richie Rich, your candidate, because he's the same damn dude as Drinking McDrinkerton, who's in office right now. Joe Hawkset won the election today. Get ready, Bal. Here comes four more years. Yeah, I mean, look, the guy has infinite money, and I think we were kind of hopeful with the infinite money that maybe he would be able to use that in an aggressive campaign, because he does have the money to get on TV. He does have the money to be on radio. He does have the money to be digital and screaming. got the money to be a wimp. Well, and this is the point, though, right? I mean, again, and I, I hope they're hearing your voice, because look, I don't live in Marion County. I'm a Hoosier lifer. I work here. I'm invested in the capital city being the best it can be, because I know a thriving capital helps the suburbs, which is where I live. But I hope people are hearing your voice right now that work for him, because you are the people that they absolutely not only have to have voting for them, but they need people like you engaged to get other people to vote. And look, we joke and have a lot of fun with each other, ripping on each other, going back and forth. But in all seriousness, you are one of the most influential members of the media in the city of Indianapolis. You have the number one radio show. And the fact that they have lost you should be a giant red flag to them that I don't know what polling you did or whatever, but this is not good. Rob Kendall from the Kendall and Casey Show joining us to go off the rails. So enough about my beef here. (laughs) You got your own stuff going on with the folks in Hamilton County. Now, I admit, I am not really up to speed with what's going on, what's got you so ticked off. So start from the very beginning here. Well, you know me, when it comes to the politicians, I don't like liars and I don't like betrayal. And those are the two things that will get you sideways with me. Reasonable people can disagree. But when you do not hold up your end of the bargain to the taxpayer, and you come on my radio show and others, and you say, I'm going to be different, and then you get in there and you do the exact opposite, uh, that's it. We're done. And so, there was a group of conservatives, supposed now proven fraudulent conservatives, last year who were elected to the Hamilton Southeastern School Board. There were four of them. They ran on, we're going to clean up the wokeness, we're going to clean up the school system, we're going to clean up the DEI, we're going to be governed as conservatives. And last night, the four of them, team together with the people who are clear Democrats from the board, one of them abstained, but nobody voted no, to put another tax increase referendum on the ballot this fall for the people who live in the Hamilton Southeastern School District. And you've been going back and forth with these folks. They haven't been shy about coming at you. Yeah, and it's pretty pathetic because their excuse is, well, we, we there's no other way. I mean, we've really studied this, and there's no other way. Of course, that's wholly ridiculous, that your only way to fund your government is violate people's right to tax caps. That's number one. Number two, and I think this is what just makes my blood boil, is the spin they're trying to make is, well, yeah, we're reapproving this referendum being on the ballot. But it's not as much as the last referendum. So, in a weird way, we're cutting your taxes. <laughs> it's like Joe Biden. Yeah, I'm responsible for the inflation being sky high, but it's down a little bit. You're welcome. So, it's the, it's the equivalent of let's let's say let's explain it to people like this. So, if your taxes right now were $100 without a referendum, and right now the taxes are $300 with the current referendum, these supposed fraudulent, phony conservatives are trying to act like they've done you a favor because now your taxes will just be $200 instead of $300, when in reality is if they actually did their job and actually got down to the nitty-gritty on that budget, because there's waste everywhere, there always is in school corporation budgets, your taxes would be $100. They lied to the people, they misled the people, and my phone was blowing up last night from people who not just voted for these guys and 
girls, but knocked on doors for them, supported them, and said, Rob, you got to do something because we are getting totally betrayed here. Joe Biden, gas is at $5 a gallon. <laughs> it goes down. You're welcome. Look at all the savings you've got. And I think the disheartening thing, though, is this happens time and time and time again, where somebody tells you, you can believe in me. I'm going to be different. I'm going to be in there, and I'm going to fight. And people do it. And gosh darn it, Hammer, it seems like every darn time when it comes to stand and fight, they take the path of least resistance and then give you some bullcrap spin about how they're working on your behalf. Heard that today from Jefferson Shreve. Yeah. So yesterday, we got a lot of zingers from Capitol Hill, right? FBI Director Christopher Ray's there. He's taking shots from Matt Gates. He's taking shots from Chip Roy. We play the sound bites. We laugh. We think it's funny. All right, somebody's finally going after the FBI. But at the end of the day, not a damn thing is going to change. It's because the Republicans are weak. And we just saw with the most recent debt ceiling vote, the Republicans fully funded Joe Biden and all of his priorities. There's never any punishment for what happens. There's never any withholding of, of any monies. Um, and It kills I, me to say the Democrats, they play for blood. Sure. The, they play to win. But the reality is there is a minimal difference between the Republicans and Democrats. The Republicans and Democrats just fight over over who they can dole the favors out to. I mean, they're basically the same group of people. There's minimal difference between them. And here's what people need to remember, and people get mad when I say this, but we're all big boys and girls here. Donald Trump appointed Christopher Wray director of the FBI. He didn't inherit him. It wasn't like he was stuck with him. He could have picked any person in the world he wanted to. And I remember at the time, many of us talking, going, if you want to clean up the FBI, this is not the dude. This is not the guy. Trump picked him. And for some reason, the only Trump people give Trump a pass on absolutely everything, despite time and time again, whether it's Bill Barr, Christopher Ray, Dan Coats, whoever, he put all these establishment cabal people in there, and yet he keeps getting a pass when he he created the, helped create the problem. You can't drain the swamp when you just replace one gator with another one. You're absolutely right. And Donald Trump had numerous opportunities, whether it was you know FBI, CIA, Department of Justice, to fix this issue, and he did not do it. And I don't get why it'd be a poll after poll, and we hear it from our audience. Well, it's not Trump's fault. How was Trump to know? Well, after you've been president for two or three years, you should probably know who the swamp people are. How's your baby? She's great. She's great. Uh, She's sleeper. Oh yeah, and uh, oh, you're lucky. Well, so here's the thing: my baby has a unique gift, Hammer, and it is to sleep all day, and then magically between the hours of midnight and 5 a.m. <laughs> well, gosh darn it, the party has started. She's ready to party, man. I'll tell you what, and you know this: you've got a couple kids of your own. Being a dad is the greatest feeling in the entire world. And I don't know if there was this moment for you, but the first time you hold your kid and you look at them, and you see yourself in their appearance. I mean, it's like with Christopher. There is no doubt who his daddy is, right? I mean, there's just there's no doubt. I'm sure you had that moment where you're like, oh my gosh, this is totally my kid, and it is my absolute privilege to be this person's father. Special thanks to Garage Doors of Indianapolis. He's off the rails. He's Rob Kendall. This is the Hammer and Nigel Show.